0: morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Salty Winches. I'm your host, Ryan Chuck Miller, the radical moderate, and you're listening to The Salt, presented by Iliad Media, where we take an objective look at news and politics today and shit on everything. Remember, not just to take your news with a grain of salt, but to take it with the salt. Today, we're going to be talking about Russia's apparent endorsement of Bernie Sanders and double-crossing of President Trump. Pesky Russian internet trolls, those diddly douchebags, really know how to ruin a good ass time. Today's episode is going to be pretty awesome for me despite the not so awesome circumstances because this is literally what I've done nonstop research on for like over a year now. Uh, What brought me to Ukraine and what I'm writing a book about right now. Uh, Just Russian hackers doing what they do best, eating each other's assholes out and giving The old reach around, just a good old fashioned rusty trombone in the frozen wasteland that is all of Russia, where people have to wait in bread lines for beats to make borscht and shit. Okay, maybe it's not that bad in Russia, uh, at least not in the cities. Villages are a little bit of a different story, but back to the intro. Special thanks to the team here at the SALT Research Richard Solano, aka Dirty Dick, for doing that, all that awesome research. Madison the Intern, aka Madison the Sexy Intern, for doing research and being a Killer photographer. Uh, seriously, check out the pictures uh, on Instagram. Our handle is at the salt underscore podcast. Thanks to Cruise Control for giving us some awesome music for the show. And thanks to Hannah Holtz, aka The Holtonator, for writing badass articles for Iliad's news site. If you want to check out that, it's going to be www.iliad.media. We focus mainly on Ukraine and Russia on our site definitely hit me with any questions, comments, or nudes. Uh, my email is info.thesaltpodcast at gmail.com or just DM our Instagram that I just mentioned above and definitely be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Aight, it's sponsor time. Today's episode of the salt is brought to you by Putin's internet troll nesting doll online emporium. Ever see those little Russian dolls that fit inside each other? Well, does Putin have a surprise for you? He has created the Internet Troll Doll, Nesting Doll Emporium that is full of actual models of Russian Internet Trolls made into nesting dolls. Some of them have up to 2,332 smaller Internet Trolls that fit inside the outside one. Uh, those are, of course, the, uh, the life-size ones that would look fucking great in your mom's basement, as would I. So, Get your internet troll nesting doll today at www.putinsdolls.com and use promo code SALT at checkout to get a free gift. A nesting doll modeled after Putin with various fun and hilarious quotes like, I not mess with America election. And there are not a single Russia person in uh, Ukraine. And finally, Stalin actually not such bad dude. So get online and get yours today while supplies last. Yeah, that was fun. And also, definitely not our sponsor, but are you ready for the fucking smackdown? I am. Let's freaking do it. Now, I do need to give a little disclaimer first, though. Uh, I always say I'm objective about things, and I always am from the way that I see things. Uh, This time, I'm going to be, you know... It's going to seem like I'm hammering Bernie Sanders and the the Trump-Russia collusion theory pretty hard, Um, and that's for two reasons. Uh, Number one is, you know, the past four years, I've heard nothing except how corrupt and evil Trump is for, you know, allegedly colluding with the Russians in the 2016 election, and uh, I'm going to assume most of y'all listening have had, like, a pretty similar experience. So we're going to hit this uh, from the other side for a little bit, uh, hitting it from the back It's going to be, it's going to sound a little bit unfair, but just keep in mind that, you know, the sheer volume of press we've seen, uh, from one side of the argument, um, is, you know, it seems to me like it's unfair. Uh, the second reason is that like, look, I'm just going to come out and say it, uh, when it comes to Russia fucking with our elections, exploiting our divisions and making us fight, uh, you know, with fucking with Ukraine, Another one or doing anything that like undermines what my country does, I'm not objective about it. Uh, We're bipartisan here, and you know, when it comes to US politics, but not when it comes to other countries meddling with our shit. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that this episode, you know, in particular, it won't sound objective or bipartisan at all. Uh, So just get ready for that. But I don't really give a fuck, and I'm not sorry. Uh just think about, you know, how this fits into the bigger picture instead of just this one episode and apply it that way. Aight. So let's get some updates. Uh let's start out with uh you know the death toll for the coronavirus. It has now risen to two thousand six hundred and ninety-eight worldwide. Uh the majority of those deaths still being in China. Um North Korea has quarantined three hundred and eighty people to try and stop the coronavirus from breaking out. Iran has now reported 50 deaths from the virus but there's, you know, there's been like a big cover up about it um which of course they deny. Uh, I mean honestly it's just kind of bad PR to have a, a cover up and then to admit to it. That would that would not look so great. Uh and those are just, you know, that's just what comes up when I'm searching for news in those countries to do our updates uh on previous things that we've salted. So, I guess you could say that the coronavirus is kind of a big deal now. Russia, Sanders, Trump, welcome to the SmackDown, brother. Woo! It's a collusion conspiracy mania, brother. We got Bernie, we got Trump, we got Putin, the big tootin'. Hell yeah, brother. Woo! Aight! Let's get some salty specifics, some very salty commentary, and drive it home. Now, let's get balls deep, salty wenches. In mid-February 2020, senior intelligence officials briefed Senator Bernie Sanders that Russia is attempting to aid his campaign for president. Intelligence officials also brief that lawmakers uh I, I'm sorry they brief lawmakers that Russia wants to see President Trump reelected due his due to his favorability towards the Kremlin which is weird that they'd be fucking helping out one of his appoint- opponents. Uh officials believe Russia is backing both campaigns to sow discord and uncertainty uh during the US elections in 2020 which sounds 1000% correct. Uh more on that in just a minute. Uh it it goes a little deeper than that. Uh a little deeper than just election stuff. Um, Senator Sanders revealed to reporters that he received a briefing about Russia's attempt to aid his campaign about a month ago, presumably in mid January. Uh, kind of weird, but not totally unfounded. Uh, it could have, you know, it could hurt our intelligence nerds if we show all of our cards at once. Uh, a spokesperson for the FBI and the intelligence community declined to comment on the story. Probably because it's still developing, and there's most likely a whole lot that they still don't know. Uh, and again, it would be harmful to the investigations to reveal everything that they know. Um, the president has been told that, you know, the Russians are trying to sow discord among Democrats and that they want to, they want to influence the democratic primary election, or at least that's what a, a senior administration official said. And yes, that sounds 1000% correct. Uh, the democratic party is pretty divided right now. So if Russia's looking to sow discord and exploit divisions, that'd be a good place to start. Um, Intelligence officials also have told Trump that Russia wanted to help Sanders. Uh, The official said that uh, and they declined to say when Trump was informed. So, again, can't say or can't show all of our cards. It's important to note that we still don't know how or even if uh, Russia is going to be helping Sanders. Uh, For all we know, they could literally just be making noise. And now it's time for a little bit of history. So if you don't remember the 2016 election and all of the hullabaloo about it, here's the quick and dirty. Russia is exposed for trying to aid the Trump campaign. Um, basically, what they did was set up a bunch of social media accounts. Um, again, more on that later. And then they hacked into both Hillary and Trump's emails. So after that, they uh, they basically only released Hillary's emails and they were working together with WikiLeaks. Uh, people started speculating that Trump is colluding with, uh, directly with Putin to, you know, help him win the election. Um, there's a big investigation in which there are a lot of abuses of power, huge conflict of interest with uh, Robert Mueller investigating, you know, why his good buddies and the FBI got fired. Um, and then it's basically, you know, disproven and made into a conspiracy theory. Uh, it sounds fucked up to say it like that, but that's kind of like exactly what happened. Um, the whole investigation was based on this thing called the Steele dossier, which came from the Clinton campaign. So kind of shady, very underreported. So essentially there's, you know, a, a whole thing about Trump and Russia working together to win the election. An investigation done by a dude with a huge axe to grind with Trump for firing his you know FBI buddy, Jim Comey, uh, based on documents that were just made up by some dude working for Hillary. And then it was all disproven by the very guy with an axe to grind, uh, Robert Mueller. Um, that's what makes you know. That's what makes it a conspiracy theory. But you know, a lot of people still believe it. So now we're starting to have a little bit of a repeat of all that. Except this time, they can just turn on MSNBC and see that you know people are still talking about the Russia collusion theory. And so there's you know they're being way more overt about it and announcing what the fuck they're doing this time. If you ask me, it's kind of fucking genius. Uh, we're already super paranoid. We're all worked up about it. Why would you not fuck with us if that's your goal, right? So for anyone that's like wondering why Russia would want to do something like this or, or um, how they would do it or or the effect that they would want to have on us, here it is. Number one would be to sow discord. They for sure want to make us fight amongst ourselves. Um, it's a lot easier to weaponize social media, weaponize the internet and get us to fight against each other than it is for them to fight us directly, right? Uh, they want to weaken our trust in our government and institutions. You know, if, if you think that like another country like Russia that just wants to fuck with us can actually rig one of our elections, we're probably not going to trust our government or our institutions that control those things nearly as much. Uh, finally, and this is the big one. They just want to undermine our democracy. Look, America and Russia have been mortal enemies for like 80 years now. It really just boils down to differences in some pretty major fundamental ideals, or at least like this day, these days it does. Western democracy is the biggest threat to Putin's dictatorship in Russia because it's the opposite of what he wants. So of course he's going to do everything he can do to undermine it. Elections aren't the only way that they're really whooping our asses online though. Check out some of these other ones. So, first off, we've got Black Lives Matter. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, Black Lives Matter was supported and uh, and got a good amount of funding from Russia. White Lives Matter, I believe, was started by Russian trolls just to sow discord between Black Lives Matter supporters and White Lives Matter supporters. My favorites, though... (laughs) So fucking ridiculous. My favorites are Calexit and Texas. Uh, Texas, not Texas. Texas, No Texit. For those of y'all who don't remember, there is a pretty decent number of people in Texas wanting to secede from the Union. Unfortunately, I was one of the supporters of it because my naive ass thought it would just be kind of cool to live in the Republic of Texas instead of the state of Texas. Uh, and you know, now more recently, a decent sized group of Californians have started pushing for secession. So who's behind these movements? Well, Americans. Americans who are financed and supported online by Russia. So check this out. Uh, There's even a Republic of California embassy in Moscow. So... The thing about Russia and their operations abroad is like when they're doing stuff like this, their signature thing is definitely separatist movements. They'll take a small group of people in a rival country who want independence, make a ton of social media accounts to make the the movement look bigger than it is, fund it, and then promote it. Here's some examples of some Russian separatist operations abroad and things that we should definitely be paying attention to since they're fucking with us in the same way. First off, we have the Donetsk and Luhansk people's republics in Ukraine. Basically, Russia annexed part of the Ukraine, uh, the Crimean Peninsula, and then mobilized their separatist forces to fight the Ukrainian ones. But for years prior to that, intelligence operatives were hanging out in Ukraine, spreading lies in person. Trolls were spreading lies online. And then they divided up the population to make it possible to take them in. I've been there and I've seen it. Uh, it's it's fucking not pretty. There's been a full-scale war there since 2014. Uh, it's now evolved into like trench warfare and it's really, really, really horrible for a lot of people. Next up, we've got the Catalonia independence movement. There's a little part of Spain called Catalonia and there are a lot of people there who want to be independent from Spain. They have their own language, government, like the whole shebang, and Russia funds and supports it. Finally, we've got the Irish Republican Army, uh, those guys from Northern Ireland that have been pushing for independence from the U.K. for like 90 years. Uh, they were funded and supported by Russia, and they still are like the new guys. Within the past year, there's been sort of, sort of like a resurgence of like the violent ones, the guys that fucking blow up car bombs and stuff, and they're backed up by Russian uh, Russia. The old guys were funded by the Soviet Union as well, so th- I mean this isn't like a new thing. But, you know, Northern Ireland is also somewhere where I've spent a good amount of time trying to figure out what the fuck is happening there. Lots of weak spots to aim for if you're a Russian internet troll. And here's the kicker with all of these separatist movements abroad. Not only are they covertly supported by Russia, they're overtly supported too. Leaders from all of these movements attended like a fucking like separatist leaders expo in Moscow a couple of years ago, which is just like hilarious and ridiculous to me. Uh, but basically, to sum it up, basically, anytime you see a movement that involves a, involves secession or independence from the home country in a country that Russia would have a problem with, you can pretty much bet that Russia's behind it in some way. So, where does all this shit come from? Who's doing this stuff? Mainly, it's the Internet Research Agency or the IRA. They're headquartered in St. Petersburg, and they do round-the-clock trolling and unsolicited uh, dick pic sending to targeted individuals. Reports say that in the height of the great dick pic pandemic of 2016, over 62 million unsolicited dick pics were sent to over four women. And if you think that's a pretty high number of, uh, like a pretty high ratio of dick pics to women, well, uh, you're totally right. That is a lot of dick pics for not many chicks. All of them were sent to Hillary Clinton and her advisors, LaDavia Drain and Maya Harris. And that's why she really lost the election in 2016. They were all too distracted and bent out of shape about the constant flow of penis pic after penis pic that they just couldn't focus on the campaign and winning it. And no, of course that's not true. Uh, Hillary absolutely loved it. She talked about it in several interviews. Uh, Look it up, I'm telling you. Also, that's not true either. So it's just fucking fun for me. But really, the Internet Research Agency does do round-the-clock trolling. It's 24-7. They set up social media accounts and hack into people's emails, steal information, spread disinformation. The whole goal is just to exploit what pre-existing divisions we've already got and then make us fight about them. Point in case, the 2016 election and collusion conspiracy that they definitely promoted. So that's exactly what they did in Ukraine, and we really need to pay attention to that to understand what happened there and understand what they're doing to us. At the end of the day, our divisions aren't that different from one country to another, or at least the differences that Russia is going to be exploiting when we're comparing the U.S. and Ukraine. Um, Ethnicity is one of the huge ones that they push for. Like, what are you? Are you ethnically different from that other dude? Well, he's not your friend, pal. He's out to get you. They exploit language differences. Every country has them, including us, and they're easy to exploit. Putin says that he was just protecting Russian speakers everywhere when he invaded Ukraine. Regional differences are also an easy target, like the whole city versus rural small town thing that we have going on here. That's not just in America. That's everywhere. Finally, there's partisanship. Want to know how to get people in the states all riled up? Well, exploit their partisanship and their polarization. It's especially effective right now, right? And it has been since 2016. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. And if you think about it, it's not like that much of a stretch to say that it's relatively cheap and easy to just make a, a bunch of fucking crap, make a bunch of social media accounts and spread it. They're like lighting shit filled paper bags on fire on all of our browsers porches. And uh, most of the time we don't even know. Of course, that's not the only method they use, but it's the main one that they're able to use against us in the States. But hang on. We're getting a news flash coming at you from our in-house news network, NBCN, News Before Clues Network. Thanks, Ryan. Today I'm standing here with a man that has had some pretty interesting experiences colluding with the Russians. He's done everything with Putin from day one, including extorting then-candidate Trump to come to Putin's every beckon and call, but is most famous for his attempt to blow up Gotham City. Here's what Bane has to say. Oh, you think Russia is your ally, but you merely adapted to Russia. I was born in it, molded by it. Truly a gripping statement from a real-life supervillain. Back to you, Ryan. This is Richard Strokes. Signing off. Dick strokes, everybody. And that was totally real news. Just don't search it on Google because we know it's for sure being blocked by the reptilian mole person overlords who live underground and control our politicians and banks and made up the lie that is Australia. And yes, that is a real conspiracy theory that Australia is just fucking made up. So what can we start to make out of all this? Well, let's start by spitting a little bit of facts about Bernie's ties to Russia. So in 1988, Bernie honeymooned in the Soviet Union. He had a a 10-team delegation with him, sort of an odd thing to have on a honeymoon, in my opinion, and they had the goal of establishing a sister city with the Russian city, Yaroslav. Uh, The big idea was to break down the stereotypes and barriers that existed between Americans and Russians at the time. So this happened in 98 when the USSR was for sure on the decline, but still very much alive. Uh, and when Sanders was the mayor of Burlington, uh, Vermont, I have two points to make about this. Number one is I definitely have a super hard time trusting anyone who has, you know, always been a socialist and then goes to vacation in the Soviet union with the goal of teaming up with them. Like, dude, what the fuck? Are you just going to like, Oh, like just ignore the tens of millions of people that were killed by you know, leaders in the Soviet Union. Seriously, just for starters, they had fucking prisons that intentionally starved and worked the inmates to death. They had mass killings of anyone who even seemed like a threat to the state. They had intentional famines that didn't need to happen. It was just like atrocity after atrocity with these assholes. Oh, and let's not forget the constant threat of nuclear war with our country, the country that Bernie is also from for like 40 fucking years. And then this asshole just wants to ignore all that. Like, no, not today, bro. But to his credit, here's my second point. I definitely respect the intention of trying to break down the stereotypes and help people find common ground to just help them get along. Uh, Bringing Soviet socialism to the States? Nah. But helping people just realize that we're all like the same masses of the same shit? I do like that. And isn't that what we're here on this podcast to do to try and, you know, end the crazy polarization that we've got going on right now and just fucking love each other and have a good time making dick jokes and stuff. Yeah, I thought so too. So this has come from me who speaks Russian and studies Russia, like for that very reason to try and, you know, understand what the fuck is going on and try to help kind of cure the situation. So with that, I'm going to leave y'all with a couple of neat little phrases in Russian. The first one is, Putin huilo, which means Putin's a dickhead. Second one is which translates literally to, I'll show you where the lobsters spend the, the winter, but uh, I think it's actually supposed to mean like back the fuck off, bro. And then the last one is which means blow me. All right, that's it. Thanks for tuning in today, Salty Winches. It's been a fun-ass episode for me to do just because it's a topic that I just, you know, I really know a lot about it and I'm super passionate about it on top of that. Uh, Special thanks again here to my team. Uh, Y'all are fucking killing it. Definitely check out our Instagram. The handle is at the salt underscore podcast. If you want to get a free sticker, just send us a picture of you holding a sign that says, listen to the salt and we'll post it on our Instagram and then send you a sticker in the mail. Shoot us an email. If you have any questions, comments or dirty jokes at info.thesaltpodcast at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for my book coming out soon to a Kindle app near you. The title is tentative, but right now it's called Putin is a dickhead. It will be way more in depth of what we uh, talked about today. We do have a forum coming in the future for the realest of the real salty winches. I'll get back to you when that's going to happen. Thanks again for listening. For sure, rate, comment, subscribe, and leave us some comments. We love that shit. And remember not just to take your news with a grain of salt, but to take it with the salt. Item out this bitch. Back to you, Soxy Winches. This is your host, Ryan Chuck Miller, signing off.